You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. I wanted this to be professional, efficient, adult, cooperative, not a lot to ask. Alas, your Mr. Takagi did not see it that way, so he won't be joining us for the rest of his life. We can go anywhere you want us. You can walk out of here or be carried out. But have no illusions. We are in charge. So, decide now, each of you. And please remember, we have left nothing to chance. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Twenty-one bottle rockets for Rickman. Is it Rickman or Reichman? I don't know. I, I always just said Rickman. I'm not done shooting bottle rockets. Okay. Yeah, he deserves it. Shoot the glass. This one's for Die Hard. This one's for Dogma. <laughs> uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood? Yeah, wasn't he in Robin Hood? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Rich. And uh, we're shooting off bottle rockets for now. The, the latest celebrity death. Yeah, another one. Um, but this one hit you pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> real hard. I almost died hard. <laughs> so, so, was this um, in comparison to the mayor of Ghostbusters? This is bigger. Much bigger. Much bigger. Hans, losing Hans killed you, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hans is a big part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Just so the people at home know, you uh, you text me. You haven't. Well, you you've made suggestions for the opening movie uh, clips. Yeah. But you text me and you're like, it was like, I don't know why you wake up so early, or either that or I wake up too late or something. Oh, it was like nine o'clock. Yeah. Right? See, I roll out of bed around eleven, <laughs> uh-huh. and I, I already got a text from you. And it was like Hans is dead. Use this clip for the beginning <laughs> of the show. And it was like a thirty minute montage of all Hans. Quotes. Yeah, I clicked it, and there's like dance music in the background. And <laughs> I shit. couldn't help it. It's like I... one of these stupid fucking um, things that that people. Just make yeah, it throw up yeah. on YouTube by themselves. But he has so many killer lines in that movie. It's so hard to choose. So hard. But we, you know, we got a good one. It was a very good, like, uh, little soliloquy there. Man, I gotta. I tell you what. You, I've known you your whole life, basically, and uh, you've always been the biggest Die Hard fan. And I, I could, if I've seen that movie once all the way through. That uh, it doesn't do it for you. No, it, it's not that it doesn't do it for me. It's just one of those movies that I don't think about. I don't watch. I'm not one of those people like when it's if it's on Channel 11, I'll like stay with it. I really just, I just never have. Oh, and even man. when even when I was downloading that clip to play in the beginning of the show, I was like, I don't even remember the scene. Really? Yeah, like that's how stupid I am. I think I said oh, this before man. in a podcast. 
out of all the diehards, I think Die Hard 3 is, is the one I know favorite. the most. Well, I don't even know. I can't say it's my favorite. Uh, it's just the one that I know the most because I watched that yeah, one the most. Yeah, yeah. Which Die I know, I know, for, I know for Die Hard fans. Yeah, Die Hard fans, it's like sacrilege to even say that. <laughs> and I totally admit that I'm in the wrong and I should probably watch it again. But uh, Yeah, Die Hard's so good that I totally dismiss part two. And I'm like, oh, part two sucked or whatever. But I have the, the trilogy box set, so I watched part two recently. And it's pretty damn good. Isn't part two on a plane? Yeah, it's uh, it it takes place at an airport. Yeah, see, and, I definitely didn't even see part two. Yeah, I, for some reason, I never got into it, but it's a really good movie. Yeah, um, yeah. maybe I should just but have a... part one is just unbelievable. All right, well, it's everyone's favorite fucking movie yeah. of all time. I mean, <laughs> I get it. Great. I just, I, I just don't think I've ever really seen the whole thing all the way you through. You got Alice sniffing coke and saying dumb shit. It's awesome. Well, I know as soon as I saw that Alan Rickman died, I was like, oh, Richie's, Richie's really <laughs> upset about Hans. Yeah. And uh, But you know what's weird is I, I looked at it, and and uh, also I'd like to say that I want to stop talking about dead celebrities on this show. But it, <laughs> yeah, it for some help reason, it. the beginning of 2016, they're just dropping like mad yeah. fire. Uh-huh. Uh, and Rickman was, or Reichman was the same age as Bowie. Yeah. Cancer. 69. Yeah, 69, crazy. dude. 69. And, uh, yeah, but I was, so I saw it and I was like, oh man, that sucks. You know, he was a really good actor. I loved all the shit he was in. Then I went to IMDb and I realized that I never watched any of the shit that he was in. He wasn't in much, I don't think. He was, well, obviously he was in Die Hard, which I could say that I've seen, but I, I can't sit here and say that I'm a giant fan uh-huh. like you are. Um, Harry Potter. Right. I've never seen any of the Harry Potters. So I didn't even know that he was whatever his name is, one of the professors. Something, yeah. Which I'm sure people at home right now are going, oh, because yeah, yeah. people love that shit. People are like using that as like his main claim to fame. It's like, you not know. Well, it wasn't, I, I doubt, I'm, I'm sure that it was. I mean, Die Hard's a huge movie, but uh, that Harry Potter shit is gigantic. I know. I There's know. There's a theme, a whole part of a theme park in Disney devoted to it. There's eight of those movies. But I'm saying, even though there's a lot of kids out there I, in the world of Hollywood, I'm sure he is best known for Hans Gruber. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Has to be. Do you know that that uh, that role was his first movie role, Hans Gruber? Really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, well, at least major movie role or whatever. That that I found out when I was kind of looking it up. But yeah, I looked through all his shit. There was um oh Dogma. He was in Dogma, mm-hmm. which which you know was Kevin Smith's movie. So of course I watched him like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, yeah, I didn't really. I haven't. I couldn't really name much else. He he pops up here and there, and you're like, oh Hans. Yeah. You know his name is permanently Hans. Yeah. Right. You know. Oh, you know what he was in, which I. Actually, I I watched just at, for a laugh, and it was horrible. Was that a CBGB's movie they tried to put out a few years oh, ago? Oh yeah, and he plays Hell he, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilly, yeah. He yeah. plays the yeah. and it, actually he was really good in it to the point where I don't think I put together that that was him. I watched that whole movie. Granted, um, I watched it like hungover, and, and again, like didn't care. I knew it was going to be really bad. It was pretty bad. I kind of liked the, how they show how it started, but once they started focusing around the dead boys, it kind of fell apart. Well, the dead boys were a huge part of CBGB. I know, but... Uh, but you know what? That movie was, number one, it wasn't historically accurate whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Like I, People are saying that um, Straight Outta Compton wasn't historically accurate, and I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to see it. But uh, like... I just from being a fan of that era and studying everything and listening to all those bands and knowing the stories and being and, and have heard the stories a million times. They what they did in that movie CBGBs is what we're talking about mm-hmm. is they just took like all the shit that happened in like a ten year span and kind kind of like condensed it into like a six month thing and like things overlapped weirdly like I bands that never you know weren't around and shit at the same time we're playing on the same show right and things like that. 
Yeah, I guess that well, you know when you're doing a, a whole movie about a venue. <laughs> no, I can understand you gotta how get as much of its cool shit in there as possible. The the story itself, if you're just gonna look at it as supposed to be a story about this kind of made up character, Hilly Crystal, who started a bar and uh, in his like journey. Why is he that, made up? Because it, it's a lot of that shit isn't factual. You see what I'm saying? But he didn't really own the bar. No, he did. Oh. I'm just talking about the way that shit went in that movie. Okay. You know, like it was it was well uh, overblown for Hollywood sake. All right. You know what I mean? And um, so it was like a... The l- true story of CBGBs is super boring to where they had to make it, to soup it up and add some... Yeah, story. well, it was just a... Li- it, CBGBs was like a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit stretched over a bunch of time. Yeah. It didn't... wasn't like this, like, down on his luck dude in his 40s bought a bar and then it blew up. You right, know I mean? right. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah, I know what you're and, saying. And, like, the, the story with the daughter and all that shit, like, he did have a daughter, but it wasn't this, like, crazy thing where she... You know, like, the, they <laughs> yeah, just... They made all these over stories. and made it huge. Right. But yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so that It's like the Wolf of Wall Street of club venues. <laughs> I guess, right? You know. But um yeah, so that whatever. I don't know how we got on CBGB from Alan Rickmore, I guess because <laughs> he was But he but the thing is that movie was horrible. Um but he was really good in it. Yeah. And also that came out a few years ago, so that dude had to be like 65, 66 Probably, years yeah. old when he's sitting there trying playing like a 40-year-old. Yeah. And maybe that's why I didn't even realize that it was him. So <laughs> So, uh, great actor, great villain, definitely, you know, one of my first known villains as a child. And, you know, well, I think he's he done de- it well. I think he like defined the action hero villain, wasn't I think, as far as I know, Die Hard was like is considered the first real deal, like the what blockbuster, blockbuster action. action film. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, there was, I don't, I don't know the dates of stuff, but there was Lethal Weapon. Um, that, that might have been a little bit earlier than that, right. but Die Hard, d- just the action of Die Hard, one after another, combined with the one-liner jokes of Willis, are just unstoppable. Right, right. You know, and then you know Hans being the villain that he is, perfect. Right. You know, the things he says, his crew, it's just it's a it's a total perfect movie. Plus Hans is just the perfect villain. And you are not al- you're not alone on this. There's uh, millions of I people that agree. And I and I don't disagree with you. I just don't know it well enough. And I'm admitting right now to everybody that listens to this podcast that that is a <laughs> flaw of mine. That I promise everyone's gonna be like Dev does not like Die Hard, and you're gonna get the hate the hate emails. In the year of working on my flaws, I, I promise that the, maybe that'll be the end. That'll be the apex, the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, of, I'll know that I'm self realized and mind and mindful and and all of that as soon as I pop in Die Hard and watch it from beginning to end. You're gonna love it. There's no way you're not gonna love but it. But you know what the weird thing about that movie is is like, and I'm sure you have movies like this, and I'm sure people at home listening have movies like this where you almost feel even if you haven't seen it all the way through. Or maybe you haven't even seen it at all. You, f- it's just so in the general consciousness, and you see it all over the place that you feel like you've seen it. You know what I mean? Like you, like I. That happens to me a lot. Really? Yeah. I, like, like I, I can't think of what you're saying. Really? Uh, that happens. Yeah. I you've can't. never had a movie that you haven't seen, but you like you kind of like. Well, I feel like I've seen it all because you know the story so well. You, you've seen like clips on different things. It's been parried parodied enough on television that you know oh, all about okay. it. You know what I mean? So it's like you might not have even seen the whole thing. But you kind of feel like you have anyway. So maybe that's why I don't like go out of my way to sit down and watch it because I feel like I've there's really no mystery behind it. Well, because for you. you quoting it for the last thirty years <laughs> yeah. alone. I mean, I I know I know shit from that movie just from you. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. But anyway, R.I.P. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Alan. You know, it's going, and I don't want to talk about the Facebook thing again, but 
again, this this whole social sociological experiment that is uh, social media, and we talked about it a lot last episode when Bowie died, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing now. Like like everybody jumped on the Alan Rickman thing, mm-hmm. and it was the same kind of deal. Like he was everybody's favorite actor all yeah. of a sudden. Oh my god, I can't believe he he's changed gone. the face of the villain. Right, <laughs> and then and then so now the trend has turned into. Um, like there's been a bunch of big deaths right off the bat in 2016. So you have Lemmy, you have Bowie, you have Alan Rickman, right? Yeah. Um, and so now, like that's become like the thing where people are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe all my favorite stars are dying!" Yeah. Right? Like, like I doubt that there was somebody there who's out there who was like painted like fucking star, like uh, Ziggy Stardust, <laughs> listening to Lemmy, watching <laughs> Die Hard. Like I don't <laughs> think that's ever happened. Nah. But but these three people. You know, these people, like, these, their three favorite people in the world died. Yeah. But now, people are jumping, like, people want to add to it. And this is what, this is a good example of what I've been trying to say about how people want to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. It's, like, what they like to do. Is that um, I saw a couple different things pop up today where people, uh, God, I, I wish I could remember one to give an exact example. But people were like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. I can't believe this guy died. And it was, like, an actor, Right. And then you looked at it and you're like, wait, didn't this guy die already? And then you look underneath and people are like, he died in 2005 and shit. Like people are like trying to dig up celebrity deaths <laughs> to throw it on Facebook to be the first one to break the story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know who I think it was? I think it was a uh, fucking Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. Like someone threw that up. So like, people are just looking for people who died <laughs> yeah. that weren't really that celebrated just so they could be the first to celebrate. Well, or they're seeing or maybe they're, somebody else put it up and they're seeing it for the first <laughs> yeah. time. So they're just jumping like they're immediately hitting share like, oh, my God, will the car ever end Gilligan Bowie died. Lemmy Rickman Gilligan <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Gilligan changed the face of primetime TV <laughs> changed the face of the stowaway man I'll tell you what though uh, that redheaded brought on that show changed the fucking the movie sexual star? feeling of fucking Dev Ferrell. Yeah, I always young. wanted Marion more than the movie star. You want them both. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Jackie and Donna, if yeah. I'm going to use a 70s show analogy, because all I've been doing is watching that 70s no, show. No, but that, that's a good... That's it's the same thing. Way. The hot br- brunette and the hot redhead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that was, as a young kid watching those shows, I think that was one of the first... Yeah, because she was like a slut. Yeah, she was, she was fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if it wasn't the 60s, 70s, she would have been fucking all over that island. <laughs> she would have been fucking the skipper behind the rock. Well, they also would have just had her in <laughs> bikinis and, and shit. Oh, the yeah, tits hanging out for sure. Which, Ass bouncing. Which actually is very funny that I... Well, that's not funny at all, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, I've been so I have sleep shows. Let me explain this a little bit. Sleep shows. I call it a sleep show. Um, I have a very active mind, mm-hmm. and sometimes, most of the time, when I unless I'm like intoxicated, if I and even then, if I lay down to go to sleep uh, at a normal time, let's say I'm like call it quits at two in the morning, I'm like gotta go to bed, um, and I lay there. A lot of times, I will just lay there and I will not go to sleep. My uh-huh. mind will be running, doing a diff- of course, different, different yeah. thing, right? I'm sure everybody experienced that. So I watch television to go to sleep. And uh, sleep shows are shows that I know very well. I, might, I probably have seen a few times or at least are familiar with all the characters and everything and are mildly, mildly entertaining to the point where I'm not going to be up watching them being like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see what happens next. So I just watch it till I, f- you know, f- uh, fade off to sleep. I get you. And uh, thanks to the wonderful invention that is Netflix, um, 
I've been burning through a lot of sleep shows. Yeah. <laughs> Finding out that most shows are sleep shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, like I would like Cheers is a giant sleep show for me, but that I love Cheers. It's probably my favorite show of all time, but it's now a sleep show because I know it so well I that I could just rehearse most it. Of them. News radio. Another thing. One of my favorite shows of all time. I've seen it so many times that I could re- I could recite the words to every episode yeah. pretty much. So sleep show. I don't yeah. have to watch it. Seinfeld sleep. Show. You know, it goes on yeah, and on and like that. The 70s show, however, I didn't know that well. As a matter of fact, I'm in like season six right now and I'm starting to realize that I'd never seen any of these episodes. <laughs> so it's a keeps you up late show? <laughs> Not really because it really starts to suck after season <laughs> That's six. It, really? yeah. And what I was going to say is that um, uh, what they did in season six that I realized was that they all of a sudden started making Donna and Jackie take off more of their clothes. That's right? awesome. So like if <laughs> I'm not saying that but <laughs> you're just like yeah that's awesome. <laughs> it dude. is. Um, uh, but it's weird because there's still well, – let's just take Mila Kunis, for instance. She's still very young. Yeah. Like, I think she started that, sh- <laughs> I started that show when she was, she was like, like, 14. Yeah. yeah, she lied So, like, shit. by season six, she might be 18, you yeah. know, 19, whatever. And um, and she still kind of has, like, a, a like, little boy body. A little boy body. Yeah, yeah. And the f- other funny thing is that Donna will ne- never shows her mid-drift. I don't right. know why I know all this. She probably stuff. has a lasagna belly. It's, beca- <laughs> it's because <laughs> – it's because um, – I'm watching them back to back, like, you know, fucking marathon style that I guess I'm noticing these little things. But like the first six episodes of season six, every it, they're just in scenes together and they just put them by the pool and make them get naked. Ah, that's great. And I may, I, you know, that there was some like corporate, like big wig that they're like, we're losing ratings on the show. Get the hot chicks naked exactly. as much as you can, you know? Exactly. Which I is- never got into that joke because I can't stand that little Mexican kid. Fez? Hey, yeah, I can't. Wilmer Valderrama, yeah, whatever his name is? He bothers me. He, he gets a punch in the throat. I'll tell you one thing, and I told my brother this, and he gave me the biggest look, like the biggest fucking shut the fuck up, you're an asshole look was, uh, I hate to say it, but from re-watching that 70s show, I'm a huge Kucher fan. Yeah. I think he might be the best person on that show. <laughs> he's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, but on that show, he's <laughs> funny as fuck. Is he? I don't know. I thought That's the first place I saw him. That's the first place I thought he was annoying. Now, now remember, this is my sleep show, and I'm half delirious. Right. And you know what I have? I don't have sleep shows, you know, because if I fall asleep, oh, well, I'm sleeping. But... uh <laughs> If I need something to make me go, it shows to go to sleep too. Right, right. So I'm about to say what I got is uh, you know the ID channel where they teach women how to kill your husband and bury him and not get caught. Uh, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. So I put on that channel because it's pretty much always the same show, just in a different title, and it's the same. It, a guy narrates it, and you know, thespians reenact things. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like it's a it's like an true unsol- crime thing. Yeah, it's like an unsolved mystery. Yeah, it's, it's like a true crime. So thing. it's like somebody they just going back over crimes that have happened before. And yeah, how they and they do that whole show. like narrating thing. But that's uh, that's a sleep channel for me because the way the narrator speaks and like his oh, like voice the cadence is like, and just the yeah, way, yeah, it's soothing and puts me to bed and I can fall asleep. <laughs> I don't have to pay attention to what he's saying. I just listen to the sounds of his voice and drift away. So the content doesn't bother you. Nah. Watching watching murders and, nah. and blood and it all doesn't that matter what he's saying. <laughs> It's just, it, it just, I like the the narration. It's soothing. And then they chopped off her head and continued to rape <laughs> yeah. her dead body. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the best one ever was this guy. He was on. He wanted to kill his wife. It's always someone wanting to kill their spouse for the insurance money. It's usually, you know, yeah, that's fucked up. It's, isn't it's, it? it's, that's usually the cause of murder. His insurance money. So this guy, little, like, he convinced his wife that she was sick, which she wasn't. Because he was killing her. <laughs> was he so, feeding her glass? So, no, little by little, he was feeding her uh, 
antifreeze, telling her that Gatorade is the key to getting well from her sickness. So the antifreeze looked like green Gatorade, so he just kept on feeding her antifreeze well, little okay. by little. Rewind. <laughs> he wasn't, because if you just drink straight up antifreeze, you will die. He was giving her like a little fucking yes. uh, uh, dropper of antifreeze in each Gatorade. Yes, and upping, you know, he kept on upping hmm. the dosage. And Let me so write this down. Slowly, slowly, she started just drifting away. And she died. And she died. So when they got the toxicology report and they found out that she died from antifreeze poisoning, then it wasn't all science point to fucking Bob the maniac. I forget. For some reason, the toxicology didn't prove that he did it for some reason. The way he got caught was uh, an email that the girl was sending to one of her friends saying that her husband took such good care of her. He's always giving her Gatorade. <laughs> and they were like, and like Gatorade kept popping up all over the place. And they're like, what's up with this Gatorade? And they inspected like his old Gatorade bottles and like found antifreeze and shit went crazy. But like, apparently antifreeze is tasteless and odorless and you could just slip it in green Gatorade and just off somebody with a green Gatorade. <laughs> I bet you Gatorade watched that episode and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> Please be Powerade. Please be Powerade. <laughs> Lemon lime discontinued. <laughs> so uh, so mass murder puts you to sleep, basically. Yeah, but, yeah. If you have an insurance policy, then yeah, you're going to get murdered or like it's crazy. Like buildings burn down. People get murdered mm-hmm. all for fucking. Yeah. Italian lightning. Yeah, oh, that's not called Italian lightning, my friend. <laughs> what? What kind of lightning is it called? <laughs> let's take a let's take a thought for a second and think of what kind of lightning that might be called. <laughs> oh, all right, I always called it Italian because that's what they would really do. Now, look, don't get me wrong, Italians and this other kind of lightning—they're pretty close. <laughs> hey, not that close. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> look, if 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 Robert De Niro came out and said that his name was Robert fucking Steinberg Goldschmidt, everyone'd be like, okay, yeah, yep. sure, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah um but it's not usually you know it's like if it's usually my wife would go take out a million dollar life insurance policy on me without me knowing and then slowly start slipping me gatorade like it's not like they have these grandioso life insurance policies these people will like get them and then kill their their spouse a week later and then people will be like oh no shit you know how can you go from i love you we're going to we're going to get married like how does somebody go from the day where they're staring into each other's eyes with their family all around and it's the greatest day of their life into years later when one of them is trying to actually end the life of yes. the other one kill them with gatorade that's fucking For money nuts. people are crazy people are fucking nuts and that's what they say man they you know they, they it's the old thing of if uh the first person you look to is the boyfriend or the girlfriend the husband or the wife as soon as somebody's yeah. murdered that's the first person they go to yeah so i mean that has to be for a reason because through all these years of humanity husbands and wives have just been fucking killing each other that is sick put another one in the notch of wins for marriage <laughs> right i'm really you know man yeah i could be dead right now richard Seriously, I think one of the reasons I'm With still an alive. Empty Gatorade bottle next to you. <laughs> that kind of scheme would never. If if I was to have gotten murdered, it would have been like just a straight up stabbing. Nah, no poison in the food. Women, uh, maybe it's the type of women that I date, but women have a fucking thing of like wanting to stab me a lot. I don't know. Stabbings, like shankings. Yeah, I guess. Or like crimes of passion where they want to like stab you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> I just picture myself getting stabbed in my sleep heavy, by a woman. Heavy stabs. 
<laughs> yeah, no, my my ex wouldn't have come up with a good good. Uh, she would have just like pushed me off a fucking uh, a roof or something <laughs> like that. Oh man, if I was gonna get stabbed, I would want to be one of those people that get stabbed and like you don't know it. You know, you'll just be like doing something, like an incident happens, and you're like, oh okay, I walked out of that unscathed, and then you're like online at the bank, and then you touch your shirt and you see blood, and it's you're, like, away, and yeah, and you you don't even feel the pain until you see the blood, and you're like what the fuck? And you look down, you're stabbed, and you're like, oh my god. And then you start to get queasy and shit, you're like, I was shanked. And you think back to hours <laughs> hours before that when the stabbing actually occurred, and you're like, ah! Oh! This freaks me out. How <laughs> I think you would know if you got stabbed. But some people don't, and then they're like, oh fuck. Yeah, but it doesn't go on for like an hour. Like, it, like <laughs> I think it's one of those things where like it might not hurt initially, but within a few minutes, once, once air hits the raw wound, you're gonna start <laughs> fucking feeling it. You feel the burn. Either that or when you look down and you have red shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's when you feel the pain, when you see the blood. And then you're like, oh, no. I don't know. Uh, stabbing might be the, uh, the number one way that I do not want to die. Right. I'm cool with most, most ways. You I'm can... not cool with drowning, no way. Well, people say drowning is really peaceful. It's supposed to be euphoric, but I don't want to go through that struggle of trying to breathe and not being able to. That's some heavy shit, bro. Yeah, right. I get it. But but uh, from what from what they say, what whoever they are, the death professionals yeah. say that they say the people that, that have died and they say that life. any any sort of asphyxiation is a very peaceful way to die. Yeah, I'm sure there is that. To get a rush, I'm sure there is that uh, that first couple seconds of like, holy shit, I can't breathe. But once your brain gets cut off from air, then you know you're not thinking of that anyway. So you're not go- you're not traveling with it to the point where you're out. You're probably out way before I you're guess, actually out. You but know? still, just I would think about diving into like an ocean, and then when you're coming back to the surface, the top being sealed. You know, oh, like, like in that. fucking um, legend, legend. Yeah, that shit's fucked. Uh, well, in, uh, claustrophobia is a completely different thing. Well, claustrophobia in water? Yeah, no, I get it. That's fucked. That's up. why that scene fucked me up is because the claustrophobic aspect. Oh, uh, I can't breathe just watching it. My fingertips go numb. No, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to drown. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say I do want to no, drown. No, no, I don't want to drown. <laughs> oh, okay. I had a family member that died by drowning. I know. And uh, it was pretty tragic. He was young. He was 17 years old. And, and it was a, it was a shitty sucked. thing. Yeah. But I, I think that's what made me do a lot of research on it. Because because as he... Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't too young. I think I was like 15 when he You're died. You were definitely a teenager, for yeah. sure. But I think I like... I, it freaked me out so much that... That was like the first like accidental death that I ever dealt with, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, you're younger and like you might have relatives that like died of like heart attacks or cancer mm-hmm. or, or older people died or whatever. And uh and but th- and or even even if you're like 10 and your uncle like right now if we knew somebody in their 40s that died, you, you would be like, "Holy shit, they're yeah. they're only in their 40s." But when you're 10 and somebody in their 40s dies, you're like, "They lived a good life." Yeah, you're like, <laughs> "I wish I could make it to 40." Yeah. Um so, like, I had a couple of those, but my, my cousin was 17. Me and him were close, and uh, he ended up drowning. And I remember that really, like, was the first, like, holy shit, this could happen to children, you know? Like, and weren't you there? No, I wasn't oh, there. No, I thought no, you no. guys were there. No. I thought you were all, all you guys were. No, no, that would be a completely different situation. Oh, damn. But it was tragic enough that I, I remember, I think I actually went and, like, researched, like, a morbid little fuck, like, what it feels like to drown because I wanted to, well, like. I wanted to know. I yeah. wanted to get that image out of my mind yeah. of, like, oh, hopefully it didn't suffer or whatever. Mm. But I don't, well, we shouldn't have gone count on all this. I hear you. Back to stabbing, what I wanted to say, <laughs> yeah. though. Crimes of passion. Is, uh. Um, the reason I don't want to get stabbed, and I never really thought about it before, because I always just figured stabbing and shooting, same fucking thing, right? No way. But like, well, let's just say like if you get stabbed in the heart, right? So like, ouch. Yeah, but stabbed in the heart, shot in the heart, nah. Who's to blame? But uh, but for, I'd rather take a bullet. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
But I'm just saying what I thought until I saw Saving Private Ryan. <gasps> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. The slow stab. When the fucking, huh. when uh, Adam Goldberg fucking gets it slowly. Abe Lincoln dream. What's that? The kid that has the Abe Lincoln dream? Yeah, from Days and Confused. Yeah. yeah. What are you, Isaac fucking Newton? Why yeah. don't you observe why I punch your teeth on your fucking Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he, he fucking. Catches the slow and, knife. And how. Fuck, that might be the best thing that Steven Spielberg's ever done, including <laughs> controlling that shark and all that shit, is how they fucking made that stabbing be so slow and look like um, – and like he's in Best su- kill in movie history. He's in such shock that he's getting stabbed. And, and it, it's also – if you watch the movie, it's the guy that they let go out of mercy earlier comes back to kill him, right? So there's that whole aspect. But mm-hmm. bes- even besides and that – And they don't play any corny background music. It's just all sounds yeah. of, of death. Yeah. And yeah. he's just sitting there staring at him like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. But then you, you just – and you even just hear the knife like – Yeah. Oh, dude. And they're like looking into each other's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So fucked up. That that stabbing fucked me up. And you know what else <laughs> fucked me up? You ever see uh, uh, Smoking Aces with Pivens? Smoking Aces. <laughs> yeah, that's the one with Christopher Walken and Jay Moore. No. no. Smoking Aces? Jeremy Pivens is some uh, – Vegas entertainer gone wannabe um, uh, wise guy, and he's ran on people. They're out to get him. So some there's like all these different groups of people that want to whack him because there's a million dollar bounty on his head. So there's all these different people after him. So it's like the story of him getting, you know, okay, all these yeah. I don't think I've him. ever seen this one. Ah, well, there's this part where this guy tricks the security guard and he has this like blade underneath his sleeve and it shoots out and stabs him and the guy he doesn't know he got stabbed he's, oh, like, really? he's like what's happening and he's like uh i just stabbed you in the lungs he's like telling him you know he's like pretty soon your lungs are gonna fill up with blood you'll asphyxiate and you'll die and the guy's like i don't want to die <laughs> Where's this blood coming from? Who are you? Ugh. And he, he didn't know what was going on. And the guy was just like, shh, close your eyes. Go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's so fucked up. That Dude, fucked me up. You know what? Now that you're bringing this up, and it, and, oh, man, I think I've wiped this out of my memory. It's uh, back. It fucking, have you ever <laughs> seen the movie Drive? With uh, Yes. And, and so do you know the scene with Albert Brooks and Brian Cranston? Who's Albert Brooks? Albert Brooks is the bad guy. Okay. And Brian Cranston is Breaking Bad Guy. Yeah. Remember how he was like the mentor yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And he shows up at the garage and he just takes out that little razor and just slits his fucking yes. thing. And he says this, he, he does the same thing. He's like, he's like, shh, now it's over. He's like, yeah. there's not going to be any pain. And he just looks at him and he like falls back. That shit freaked me the fuck out. Right. Like death is coming. And there's a scene. There's a scene in that film where where Albert Brooks like literally stabs a guy in the eyes and in the neck, and it's like real brutal and shit. That didn't bother me at all. Just that slow, like little slow shit, and being like, "Here you go, just sit back. Now you're gonna die." Yeah. (laughs) Fucking. That's real creepy shit. Go back to modern romance, Albert Brooks. Stop (laughs) making freaky movies. Uh, Albert Brooks, all of a sudden, he was like the funniest dude in the world. I liked how Drive is creepy. No, no, I'm just talking about Albert Brooks because, because uh, okay. you know, he was a comedian. He, 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 yeah, he yeah. his whole life, and then all of a sudden, the last like five years, he's played like older weird guys in movies, and it's freaking me out. And it's not like a Bill Murray weird or older weird comedy guy. back to tragedy. <laughs> I guess. So. <laughs> Do you know little uh, trivia fact for you, my friend, and okay. for the listening audience? I like trivia. Do you know who Albert Brooks's brother is? Mel Brooks? No, you would think, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, one of the Brooks brothers. Nope. Um, is it a Brooks? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Can I have a hint? This is what's interesting about it. All right. Uh, I could give you a hint. Um, 
he uh, played a stuntman for a very long time of his life. In movies? I, I think he might have had a movie, but it was more, more skits and stuff like that. Skits, stunt guy. Just tell me. Um, also, he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Bob Einstein, also known as Super Dave Osborne. Oh, shit. Is, is, but here's the funny thing about it. This is why it's such a good trivia fact, my friend. Right. Is that Albert Brooks was born Albert Einstein. Oh, shit. He changed his <laughs> name to Albert Brooks because he's like, I can't be in show business with this name. And right. his brother, Bob Einstein, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. So for anybody uh, who, <laughs> like people anywhere under 30 would not get, probably doesn't even know who Albert Brooks are. He's even old for our fucking crew. But yeah. I love him. Modern Romance, all that shit. I love that shit. So I don't know. Yeah, but slow stabbings, man. Brutal. Yeah. There's, you know, there's worse ways to die, for sure, than stabbing. But stabbing, you definitely, you don't die right away. Unless you, you know, get your jugular cut. But if you get, like, stabbed in the gut, you're alive for probably, I'm going to say, eight fucking hours. Well, what about getting shot in the gut? It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking still. like uh, in Reservoir Dogs. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Seriously. That fucking shit freaked me out, too. I was like, I didn't want to get shot in the gut. Did it? Uh, yeah. Movies have taught me a lot of ways that I do not want to die. Yeah, true, true. If, you know, but that's the one thing about the movies that people get shot in the gut and die, but you don't fucking, you don't die till tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know what another crazy thing about fucking movies are? Has, like, have you ever gotten punched in the fucking face? Like that's getting punched in the face is not a like a light thing that happens. Like it's if you get punched square in the face, it fucking it fucks you up and it fucking hurts. But in movies all the time, they're just like easily knocking people out for fun by punching <laughs> them in the face, you know, or like the whole thing of like if you if you take a fucking lamp or like a crowbar and hit somebody on the back of the head, you'll probably kill them. Yeah. But yeah, in yeah. movies, that's how they just knock people out for a little bit. And then they get up and they're just disoriented. Yeah, like yeah. what happened for the last <laughs> half hour? Yeah. It's like, no, motherfucker, you will destroy somebody's skull if you that's do that. why you know the old people like to blame the movies for kids being violent because they they think kids see that shit and they're like oh i could whack my baby brother over the head with a fucking crowbar and they kill their like their, their sibling or some shit yeah and i'm sure that does happen that way yeah you know like i'm not saying that they shouldn't show it but i'm saying i'm sure there's some stupid ass fucking yeah, kids no out doubt, there no that, doubt. Uh, that like tried to hurt their little baby brother by hitting him with a fucking anvil or something <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you're just making a pulley serious. with an anvil yeah Moved the big rock with a little stick <laughs> off the fucking couch. Light fucking rocket skates and fucking... <laughs> yeah, the rocket skates. Where are these kids coming up with all these Acme products? <laughs> I really thought there was like a, an Acme that fucking made those things. And then when the store Acme... <laughs> I was going to say, when you saw the supermarket, were you like... <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that was like the one they always refer... I thought that was a universal store that never made it to the East Coast. <laughs> you know, that's fucking weird. Do you think that the store Acme like became because of that? Or were they, like is it totally... Because... I always thought there was the Acme first. I thought they... I just never, for some reason, even thought of the fact that those two things exist in the same kind of, you know, like... They do. <laughs> like, out of all the supermarket names in a row, you're going to choose the, the name of the <laughs> fake fucking bomb factory from But that's what I'm saying. Maybe Acme was around and we just didn't get them here yet. And we just started getting them. Like, but if we started getting, like, you know, Jack in the Box... <laughs> They're Acme products, you know. So like, uh, like Acme doesn't make anything. I don't think, you know. They just they just house fucking bananas and soup. Yeah, but you know, it's not it's not like a Costco. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> All I know is that somebody ripped somebody off. Yeah. And, and I doubt it was the Looney Tunes crew ripping off a, a supermarket. Yeah. But, of course, there's going to be somebody out there with this knowledge that is going to email me and be like, well, yeah. actually, Acme started in 1929 with all, all the animators come out of the woodwork. How awesome would that be if you walked into an Acme and there were just like an anvil aisle? <laughs> yeah, a, one yeah. of those black smoking round bomb aisles. <laughs> yeah. Fucking rocket skate aisle. Guillotine aisle. What else did they have? I don't know. Big rock on a stick. You're just... A you're, bank. No, no, not a bank. Uh, a safe. <laughs> the whole time you're doing this, you're just picturing the Roadrunner, right? Yeah. Okay, me too. I can't, I can't stop picturing... Not the Roadrunner, but Wiley yeah, Coyote, Wiley Coyote. trying to fucking push the big rock off the cliff with a little stick. Oh, there's probably an aisle with um with a painting that looks like the, a tunnel, but it's just <laughs> oh, a painting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Look. <laughs> There's probably an aisle with a door that leads to another door that leads to a fucking like vault door that leads to a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best thing about cartoons was? The old cartoons that were actually not computer animated was that you would always know what door was going to open because it was <laughs> be a like different, a shinier color. Yeah, it was like yeah. a lighter color than the rest of the shit. And you'd be watching it. And you're like, well, someone's yeah. going to come out of that door. Anything that was about to move would always be like a shade lighter yeah yeah it was lighter yeah or when they're when they were running and i'm sure all this is old we're not coming up with anything new i'm sure this has been a fucking disgust yeah. at the end of time but um when they're running and it's just the same thing like they'll pass like uh when uh, tom and jerry are running they'll pass the the, the mouse hole like seven times in the oh same yeah that's thing. why the old joke is it's a it's a man on a bike and the uh the bike is staying still and the whole background is just rotating and he's, oh yeah and he's working the background <laughs> yeah, by riding yeah. the bike <laughs> Man, those old Looney Tunes fucking shit. You sent me, uh, I think it's our uh, our favorite, um, both of our favorites, uh, Looney Tunes of all time, is uh, the Al Jolson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I still watch that. It's on YouTube. I know. I think I have it saved in my browser. I'll watch it like every couple months. I'll oh, man, watch when I bit. sent you that, that was the first time me seeing it since I was a child. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I watch it all the time. Yeah, yeah it's fucking. Time. I saw it and, it, you know. As a matter of fact. Brought me back. My computer <laughs> network. That we're using right now to record this show is named Al Jolson, right? Really? And yeah, and um, and I had to. I, I'm training for this new job that I'm. Well, I was training on a on, a, on an inventory system for this new job that I'm doing. That's all online, right? And um, and uh, I had to call them, and and they had to go into my computer like to do one of those things, like to to show me or whatever. And the guy just starts dying laughing, and he was like, "I just got." He was like from the south. He's like, "I just gotta tell y'all." That's the weirdest name for a computer I ever heard in my life. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I realized that he looked at my computer and saw Al Jolson. Yeah, he knew about it. I don't know if he knew about it. You don't think so? No, because it, it just, I guess most people just write like Devin's computer. And right. for some reason, mine was Al Jolson. Because I want a singer about the moon and the Juna and the Springer. He wants the singer about the moon and the Juna and the Springer. <laughs> yeah, that one. And, of course, the one where the fleas set up the flea circus on the dog's back. Oh, food around the corner. Yeah. Food but around is that the corner. Food around the corner? Yeah. I thought food around the corner was just a flea that was, like, leaving his family and went hitchhiking and took off across the dog's back to the other side of the dog. Or oh, something. I didn't know that there was more fleas on a dog's back. I just thought it was food around the corner. No, there was food around, But I think... Uh, Food around the corner, and the one where the flea circus is like the flea that are like, hey, come on, where's Yeah, and they really don't have voice. They're just that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a different flea family because food are around those the corner. Fleas, he or were those, are those somebody we know as freckles? Oh, that's both. <laughs> it traveled. 
<laughs> when when me and Richard were younger, if somebody had an, a massive amount of freckles, we would give them voices for some reason. Yeah, the freckles would buy voices, and, like uh, little yeah. fleas. And most of the time, it would be that. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah, they would be that voice. Hey, come on. We're freckles. Hey, come on, guy. If there was one freckle, it would invite all the others up on their shoulder like, come on. It, it would come up with a, with a fucking trumpet. Come on, guys. No more meatless Tuesdays. No more meatless Like the gremlins coming over the top of that street, like the one gremlin runs up and invites the other. And then it, the, the camera pans over, and there's just a thousand of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gizmo, Gaga. The best, uh, the best reference ever is when we started calling groups of chicks gremlins. Because if you get a group of four or five or more girls, and they're all laughing in a bunch together, they're just gremlins. <laughs> they're just fucking gremlins. Uh, yeah. That, that thing's hitting really good, by the way. That and nice you cloudy smoke. That and you can't. Uh, thanks for breaking down that fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're playing the flute. My favorite scene in movie history is when those gremlins eat that chicken. <laughs> That's what makes me want to eat chicken more than anything. Ew, that makes you want to eat chicken? Yes. That nice, makes me slimy fried chicken. That All right. They call that fried chicken. That is that is not even baked chicken. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's the slime. You know what it is? It's that free. It's that frozen fried chicken you get in a box and you reheat it up in the oven and eat. It's not real fried chicken. But you have a major motion picture. You think that like they could have went <laughs> out and got a bucket of K. I'm sure KFC would have been like, <laughs> "Yes, put us in your monster movie." You know what I mean? Like they got this crazy. And I know that that what the pu- the puppets were probably eating couldn't have been real chicken. Real chicken, you yeah. know. But like you could have made it look a little bit better than this just slimy, gross. Yeah, fucking you know what mess. makes it super gross is the Mogwai's mouths how they're like just these clammy little things that are like slap 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 and it all like <laughs> the, the, the spit is sticking to the each side of the clam and it's all like slimy and shit that's, that's what makes it gross <laughs> like what what are those things that their mouths they're you know they're like little fucking clams with spit in it <laughs> it's disgusting uh, well what the fuck are we talking about? Some, I don't know. <laughs> That's what happens when we smoke. Somewhere, um, somebody who designed the Mogwai is really pissed right now that you call their, their mouth a clam. <laughs> it's no clam mouth. Yeah, we were going to talk actually talk about stuff today. And yeah, now, I forgot what we were going to talk about. Now we're 40 minutes in and we've just been talking about cartoons oh, all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, because when you, you were talking about CBGBs, I started thinking about clubs and I was like, man, I started thinking about different concerts that we've been to and everything. And I started thinking to myself, I, I, I got kicked out of a lot of concerts. You <laughs> did. You were, yeah. you were the type of person who gets kicked out of places very frequently. And for doing things that everybody else is doing. For some reason, the bouncer grabs my ass and fucking throws mm, my Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was talking the other night to somebody about how I lost my favorite camo hat that Larkin gave me straight from the army. And it had like bands, buttons on and everything. And uh, we went to see Lagwagon. Oh, yeah. And uh, where was it? BB King's? It was, yeah, it was in the city. I think it was BB King's. Yeah, one of those joints. And I'm, you know, I'm in the center of the dance floor. And some motherfucker thinks it's funny to grab my favorite hat and throw it on stage at Lagwagon. So, of course, big bitch, the six foot seven guitar player, Lagwagon, puts it on his giant ass head. Right. Okay. So, real quick, well, you're barreling through this. But, yeah, paint but, the picture. <laughs> but um, I just want people at home who don't maybe, number one, Lagwagon. Wagon's a band. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, um, they they have a giant as their their guitar player. I mean, Huge. He's probably six 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 yeah, seven six seven giant for sure. dude. Yeah, they call him big bitch. Now he's he. Let's say he's six seven, and you are what five five. You're five five. So now they're playing to a packed house 
Um, uh, everyone's going nuts. They're playing their songs. He's rocking your hat yeah, on stage. That big bitch. Okay. So I said to myself, I'm not letting this fly. I'm getting that hat back. No way is he keeping that hat. So uh, anyone that crowd surfs know that if you crowd surf to the front of the stage, you'll get off the crowd into a safe area between the, the fence for the crowd and the stage, and the bouncers will politely walk you back to the crowd. I would also like to say anybody who crowd surfs should know that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. And I'm going to steal your sneaker and throw it on the other side of the fucking place. And just stop like it. Someone did to my hat. I don't even know if they still do that, but if you're at a show and you think it's a good idea to crowd surf, fuck <laughs> yeah. just take a second and think about your life. <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, so I crowd surf to the front. And I'm walking. wait, wait. I know this. And then there was three hookers there, and they let you on fire. <laughs> I wish. No, there was two hookers. Let me. Oh, on fire. sorry. So I crowd surf to the front, and uh, voluntarily this time. And as the bouncers were walking me back to the the crowd, I busted a quick left and ran up on stage to go get my hat. So I just went up to the lead singer Joey Cape. I told him he was awesome, and I ran over to. <laughs> oh, you took a little detour, like, hey man, you're awesome. I had to run past Joey Cape. He looked at me like, what the fuck? I was just like, you're the man. And then I jumped up because of that tall motherfucker. I literally had to jump. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Grab my hat off of his head. You so, had to get um, what is referred to as ups. Yeah, because like that—that that was like you dunking mm-hmm. pretty much. I pumped up my Reeboks. <laughs> and I fucking jumped up to big bitch's head and grabbed my hat off his head. He was laughing. And then I turn around and I get fucking speared by a bouncer, like Goldberg style. He was waiting for me to turn around. So as soon as I turn around, I got hit so hard. My legs went up in the air for sure. And so, of course, I didn't get to keep my hat. He first thing he does is rips it off my head and gives it back to Big Bitch. So I lost the fucking hat anyway. And then I get the shoe. So I'm sitting out in the fucking cold-ass streets in New York. And uh, the kid up front's like, what, did you get kicked out? I was like, yeah. He's like, that sucks because we're having Cannabis Cup here after the show. I was like, no, you're not. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, we sure are. I was like, well, I got this killer fucking bud that if you smoked it, man, fucking this shit walks on the walls and glows in the dark, I promise you. <laughs> and he's like, all right, go back in. You're back in the show. I was like, sweet. And I jumped back in the show, and I didn't have any weed. <laughs> but I got back in, and I only missed, like, one song. Now, let me tell you the uh, the perspective I had at that show, because we, um, I'm not, at a certain point in time, I don't think I ever really was, but but at a, at a very certain time, and earlier than most of the people that we would go to shows with, I kind of backed out of the dancing thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to be in the pit, as they yeah. say, or any of that shit. The only thing about the pit is that you get to see the stage really well. Totally get it. I'm more of the back of the back of the bar, uh, you know, kind of guy. Back of the club. Yeah, like, I get myself a drink, and I'll chill out, and, and uh, you know... And watch the show from there and be happy with that. So I was doing that at that show. And I knew your favorite hat. And all of a sudden I saw the big bitch from Lagwagon wearing the hat. And said to the person that I, next to me that I was hanging out with. I was like, holy shit. That's fucking Richie's hat. That's fucking hilarious. And then as soon as I said that, I saw this little fucking thing run across stage. And I saw the hat. I like watched it because I was focusing on the fact that it was your hat. I saw it get ripped off of his head. <laughs> and me. then. You and then you get speared. And I got fucking, fucking speared, and it was very, very fucking funny. Yeah, and then it was funny because I was thinking that story, and then I was like, "Holy shit, I got kicked out of the Stone Pony too," and that was for something so minor. Like anyone that's been to the Pony knows that everybody hangs from the water pipes that are above the pit. It's been do- done for years. It, yeah, it's kind of old hat it, there. Yeah, I totally. doubt people- It's like the women be shopping of mosh pits. <laughs> 
So if uh, mosh pits were Sinbad, <laughs> yeah. this is the woman be shopping. Yeah. <laughs> White women, they always be shopping. <laughs> women be shopping. So it's the women be shopping of mosh pits. So I, I thought it was totally okay. Like, I'm sure someone did it right before me. So I fucking, I started hanging from the water pipes, did like a little fucking triple gainer coming off of them. A triple right, onesie? Yeah. Right into the bouncer's arms, and he just carried me out of the show. <laughs> like a little baby? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so luckily. You're like, tell me a story of murdering someone's wife so I could go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the story of this huge tribal tattoo you have, you dummy. <laughs> So he kicks me out, but there was like a 30-foot uh, fence in the back that I just scaled and hopped over, and I ran right back in. Oh, so the reoccurring theme here is that you always get back in somehow. I get back in, You baby. are very resourceful when it comes to that, and and I give you props for that. Thank you. If we were in the 90s and I was black, I would give you props <laughs> for that. Thank you. Um, be- mad hella props? Be- mad hella props, nice. because um, I... Uh, am not that type of person. I, I'm not that resourceful. Like if I got kicked out of a, sh- I've been kicked out of very few <laughs> you places. Kick rocks. But yeah, if, <laughs> if I get kicked out, I'd be Rats. like, I'd be like, yeah, right. I'd probably just go find a bar to drink at until everybody got out and be like, how's the show, guys? You know. I, but yeah, you always find a fucking way back in. Do you remember getting kicked out? Of- okay, here's my one kicked out story. Ah. It wasn't a show. It was just a bar, but it was on purpose. Okay. So um, Halloween uh, this year, Halloween fell on a weekend. It was this year? No. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just doing the ghetto boys. Uh, uh but oh, yeah. uh, but um we uh our friend a close friend of ours his birthday is November 1st. And um we were hanging out. This was a long time ago. I think we might have been 27, 28 or so around that time. And we were at, we were hanging out with our friend at his house and he we asked him um what he wanted to do for his birthday and he said the he didn't care. The only thing he wanted to do was to get kicked out of a bar. I don't even you know. You weren't there for this? I know whose birthday it is, but I don't know who you're talking about. So anyway, uh, you were certainly time. you were certainly there for this. I don't think so. But uh, keep going. Okay, so we go to a local a local haunt, a place where people hang. Um pretty popular bar, always packed on the weekends. And uh we're local to us. Local to us. Okay. And we're trying to uh, very local to where we are. And and um and we're trying to figure out a way to get kicked out. Now, this is Halloween, by the way. Everyone's dressed up in, in costumes. We're the only ones that aren't. Everybody else is dressed up. The owner of the establishment is dressed up like um, like fucking, uh, what's his name from um, Pirates of the Caribbean? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, his character. Like, you know, so, and we're in the corner and we're trying to figure out how to get kicked out of this bar. And so our one friend goes to the bar and there, I think there, I believe there were six of us and he comes back with 12 beers. <laughs> And, and this is very this is probably the most like dude bro fucking uh frat boy thing that i've oh, ever done this bar you're talking about it's it's doesn't exist anymore no right? it, it still exists who cares what the uh, bar was okay because i'm trying to remember what time it was no so he fucking um he i told you we were like 27 28 yeah old. i know but i'm trying to think of the exact what the story you're about to tell oh so so, so our friend comes back with with double the amount of beer so we're like okay i guess we're double fisting and he says nah one to drink one to spray right <laughs> do you remember this now no so he starts shaking up his beer you know we're doing like the thumb like we just won the world series yeah, fucking yeah. thing and so we're all like yeah all right fuck it so we just start fucking and spraying the beer all over what the place. What a bunch of d bags! Now listen, this is <laughs> this is all because our friends' one birthday wishes. You want to get kicked out right, of a bar, yeah, and right. we, and the six of us or the five of us, I guess, because you weren't. I thought you were. I there. wasn't there. Uh, the five of us together didn't have enough thought to come up with something creative. So the first, our lizard brain just said, "Let's spray Seriously. beer all over the place. Let's be the biggest degenerates possible." Now here's what happened, though. <laughs> 
they, we didn't get kicked out. As a matter of fact, n- nobody even like paid attention. <laughs> like privilege. we're in a corner and we're just like spraying beer all over the place, all over the walls, <laughs> over the floor and shit. And nobody was paying attention to us. So white privilege. So then our friend goes back to the bar and gets more beers, and we started what? doing it again. And and the best part about it, we eventually did end up getting kicked out. But the best part about it was for that or for something else. No, for that we oh, just okay. sprayed until we got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> it was his, it was his wasting co- mad beers and uh and um but the the no you were there because you kept going back saying that you wanted to eat your chicken sandwich <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> yeah you ordered a chicken sandwich and they hadn't brought out the chicken sandwich yet <laughs> and while they're kicking us out you don't remember this at all no. while they were kicking us out you're going no i gotta eat my chicken sandwich i gotta eat my chicken sandwich so the guy who's a very nice guy and um, who the owner of the, the owner the yeah yeah and he like he like kind of knew us just Why? Can we see the name of the bar? It was McDonald's and Keyboard. Oh, okay. I don't remember this at all. And so, and so he, uh, and so he comes, uh, he comes over, and um, and like everybody had sprayed, but our one friend, <laughs> he was spraying, he was doing some spraying, but he might have been the most reserved of the spraying, right? <laughs> and um, and so you're trying to get your chicken sandwich. He's he's now walking me. He's got a uh, he's got like all that's kind of like you would like in his arms. Like he's just going, come on, boys. Like uh-huh. he's being nice. We're not getting tossed out, right? And he's just being really nice. To the matter of fact, while he's walking me out, he's saying, like, listen, man, I know you guys are just fucking around. I'm not kicking you out forever. But it's a big night for me. It's Halloween. You just can't be here tonight. You understand, right? And I'm like going, like, yeah, this is great. This is a nice kick out or whatever. And then he, he turns around to the one dude in our crew that really wasn't doing <laughs> And he goes, but you are never allowed back here again. And the dude was just like, what? Like the look on his face was like, what? <laughs> Out of all these scumbags, I'm the one who's not allowed back here. And meanwhile, That's you're trying awesome. to. Eat, meanwhile, you're eating your chicken sandwich. You don't remember. You don't even remember that night. Not a lick of it. I thought this was before you. You went down your rabbit hole, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, that, but that could be a total liquor blackout. We were probably doing some heavy drinking. We were. We were at Tevis's house, so uh, yeah, so we, we were definitely, definitely drinking booze. Definitely heavy. But I remember the whole thing, and it was fucking funny as shit. I have blackouts sometimes. Sometimes really I, rich. Yeah, I get mauled by a huge grizzly bear. <laughs> and also, <laughs> what's that from? Uh, uh, why do I want to say, um, not David Cross, Fr- Fred Willard? Oh, maybe it's okay. I don't know. Fred Whatever. Willard? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so that was my one kicked out. I also got kicked out of another bar once. That's a good one. I wish I remembered something of that. I thought you were going to talk about the one time that Timmy laid in the salad bar at the office. <laughs> do you remember that? We wanted him to go into the fish tank. Yeah, I do remember that. But instead, he just laid in the salad bar. So this bar. was one of these like uh, like chain restaurant places, but in our in this small podunk fucking town that we come from, that was like a hot spot to hang out at. It doesn't even at. exist anymore. And, uh, and before that, it was a ground round, if you remember that. Oh, God, I love ground round. You get free popcorn if yeah. you do. And um, so anyway, yeah, we're Good ribs. We were boozing there one <laughs> night, and you had to, you know you had to walk to the restaurant to go to the bathroom. It's it's like any of these stupid fucking yeah. places, like Chili's or whatever. Any place that has stupid shit on the walls. Yeah, um, shenanigans and and fucking um, yeah. And our friend laid in, in the salad bar. Yeah, he's very late in the set. We wanted him to go into the fish tank, which would have been hilarious, but we settled for the salad bar, and so he swam in the salad bar. Yeah, I think that's about it for getting kicked. Have you gotten kicked out of other places? Um, I know you've had a bunch of hard times getting into places. Yeah. Um, I think I have another boot, but it wasn't really, <laughs> it wasn't really considered a kick out because, uh, me and my boy, we were, uh, we ended up hanging out with Strike Anywhere 
and we scored a bunch of these free drink tickets from this girl because we were hanging out with these two girls. So we gave them all to Strike Anywhere, and we were boozing with Strike Anywhere all night. Then they get on stage, and I'm annihilated. And me and my oh, so one this friend, is before they went on. Yeah, we were hanging out boozing, getting yeah, yeah. wasted. Then they play. You know what? I don't take Strike Anywhere as like they're like such militant dudes. I didn't consider them to be partiers. Uh, they're not real. They're not heavy partiers. But you know, we were drinking beers. You know, I was I was heavy partying. <laughs> really? Yeah. So uh, they get on stage, and me and my other friend pretty much just hang out on stage with them while they're playing their set and like telling them what songs to play, and like we're singing every song with them, like in their like with our arms around them and shit. It was hilarious. So uh, he said that I'm wasted, all product out of my hair, just sweating heavy. <laughs> and everyone that tries to jump up on stage with us, I'm just immediately pushing them right off the stage, <laughs> like protecting my boys. <laughs> so I'm doing so that. So you became the, a douchebag ba- yeah, bouncer? So I was like, so I'm just, so I can hang up on stage and strike, strike anywhere and sing with them. But on the way out, apparently, I don't remember this. I must have blacked out while that's, this was happening. Because on the way have you out. Ever, have you ever drank without blacking out? Yeah, all the time. Uh, okay. Yeah, but you know, I, I was I know the answer to that question. I was asking for the audience, just so they know. Yeah, no, it's it happens. I'm just like it happens to anyone else. It's just there's a lot of times where I try and get as fucked up as possible. But um, really, yeah. So what happened was I ended up uh, when I went outside, I ended up like peeing, like <laughs> like not even anywhere, like secluded. I think I that's peed, also like, a surprise. Right, right on the front porch. <laughs> We've so, well documented on this podcast your, your so pissing the, activities. Yeah, the dude was like, you got to go, you got to go. And me and my boy were like, nah, you know, we're hanging out with the band. It's all good. He's like, at least get a cup of hot water. <laughs> so he made me go inside, get a cup of hot water, and just throw it on my piss. Like, that was all good. <laughs> well, it, well, at least you don't have to smell fucking piss. Was it in the summer? Uh, it was like November. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. You didn't smell the piss. I was going to say hot piss yeah, in the no, summer. No, it wasn't. It steamer. smells like Manhattan. Have it, you ever smelled Manhattan before? Was, uh, That's hot piss in the sun. <laughs> it wasn't even, it wasn't hot piss like that because it was a beer in and a beer out. So it was pretty, it was probably still cold, the piss. <laughs> it was like a frothy Miller light. <laughs> But yeah, so I, that's not really getting kicked out of a place, but that's a place where, you know, the establishment weren't too pleased with my antics. And this was at the Asbury Lanes? No, this was at the J Hook in uh, downtown Brooklyn, NY. Oh, shit, I didn't even realize. Yeah, we had we walked through a real sketchy area to get there. And now that area is probably fucking multi-million dollar. <laughs> right, fucking, uh, yeah, it was. Apartments and it shit. Was, uh, it was close to Williamsburg. Right. Yeah. Uh, J Hook, Brooklyn. Was that Red Hook? Williamsburg and Red Hook. I think who gives off exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a, that was a goodie. That was a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when uh, I got booted at a, a Jeremy Corpus's uh, hotel party in Asbury Park? Um, I no, I don't believe I remember that. His ba- thanks for using full names on the on the podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Oh well, it was two thousand and six. His band had a party. Right. You know what I mean? What's you know. no? I get it. I I was talking to you. I forgot we did a radio show. <laughs> you so, forgot these mics were in front exactly, of you. Exactly. I was just talking to you. But yeah, his band uh, rented out like a whole floor of the Berkeley Astoria in Asbury Park. I do remember this. They played the pony and we had like an all floor hotel party. It was like off the hook. It's like a crazy F, uh, band party. You know what I mean? Like booze, chicks, just like everything happening. I think people can so, imagine what a band I, party I, might be like. Yeah. Now, let so, me say I was there and I don't remember there being chicks. I mean, there was girls there as really there was girls there as in like people's girlfriends and girls 
hanging out. It wasn't like there was like like naked women. It wasn't oh, fucking yeah. like eyes wide no. shut. <laughs> no, okay, well, it wasn't like that. But you know, it was good. It was a good time. You know, let's, <laughs> let's say that, folks. It was a good ass time. Okay, got it. And uh, I ended up falling down this like the main lobby steps right at the feet of two cops. They were like, "You gotta go. <laughs> Give us that beer." <laughs> so you actually tumbled down the stairs into and 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 that's that's an old hotel it's kind of like majestic you yeah. know and it's like an older thing colonial like uh <laughs> yeah so you just tumbled down into like it wasn't this, like a tumble through the, through the arches <laughs> it, it wasn't like a tumbly like you know like a somersault or anything it was more of when like your feet slide out from under you and you kind of do the three or four step like doo, 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 <laughs> and you're trying to still look like you're, you're standing up straight and you're all good <laughs> Right at two cops while I'm holding a brew, and they're just like, dude, who are you? Do you remember? I don't know why I just thought of this, but the show's almost over, and all we did was just say to each other, do you remember this? Do you remember <laughs> yeah, this the whole show? That. So I'm just going to end it with a do you remember? Right. Um, we went camping in Maryland, and um, and you were hammered, probably blacked out, and uh, we got <laughs> shut down. We got the, the fucking the, the brass around there came around at like 11 o'clock are you serious? at p.m. You don't remember this? And they told us they told us to shut it down. I thought we never had a problem camping. It was the one time. And this was the farthest that we went camping. We drove like all the way out in Maryland. It took us like three I or four hours that. to drive there, right? And they shut us down. They made like they literally like we, we were in our 20s and they were like, get in your tents and be quiet. And then when we started talking in our tents, like 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 it would happen at a sleepover when you're five, <laughs> they came back around and they're like, are you we told you to be quiet. <laughs> well, you were fucking hammered. <laughs> and weren't having any of it. And um, they had told us the whole time before that that there was bears all over the place, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we're all in our tents being being punished. We're, 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 we're with our respective partners Grounded. and whatever. And we're fucking, yeah, we're just sitting there basically being punished. And we just hear you shuffling. So nobody can see you because we're all in the tents. And we just hear you shuffling. And, you, and at first I hear you go... Uh, is oh I, there, there was something going on outside of it or whatever, and you, I just hear you go, "Is that you?" <laughs> Can't even do it. Uh-huh. And I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" And I hear you go, "Is that the bear?" <laughs> I got the food. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna fuck. Like you're rendezvousing with a bear. Gonna, I was gonna feed it. Like you had met the bear before all this and said, "Listen, when everyone goes to sleep <laughs> later." I'm gonna meet you with the food. So I guess no, are you there? So I got the food. I guess you saying this sparked fear into one of the women that we were with because somebody <laughs> somebody jumped out of their tent. And now I'm just hearing all this audibly. I'm not seeing it. And um, some, I, I remember this though, but I don't remember like, so anything happening. So somebody jumps out. Of, so one of the girls jump out of their tent and they go, "Richie, what are you doing?" And you're like, nah. and they go, "Richie, you got your shoes on backwards." And you go. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> what a maniac. I miss your taste and your uh, Holy crap. Inside the mind. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hang on. Inside the mind. A little taste. A little taste of that. Of Are you the bear? Got the food. Thank you for listening to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast or whatever the hell it was today. Yeah. Yet another Friday show. 
Um, but uh, yeah, follow us on uh, Twitter at awkwardhi the number five. And leave those reviews so we can fucking party. I think we're at like almost forty reviews, so we're not. Yeah, so we're not. We're not close. Creeping on fifty at least. Not close. I want to do this party. I want to do this party before I go to Iceland. Leave a review. Let's have a party. So uh, yeah, if you're listening, go ahead. No, I'm saying, like, why not just leave a review and you get to go to a kick-ass fucking party? Well, because a lot of people uh, probably listen from places not around here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But listen, if you listen if you listen to this podcast and you like it, we'd appreciate it if you go onto iTunes and leave a review. And uh, and we promise that once we do get to 100 reviews, whether that's tomorrow or 2026, we're throwing the 100 review party where Richie's going to swallow a goldfish and then probably, from what I'm hearing tonight, get kicked out and then come back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, AwkwardHI, the number five on Twitter. Uh, leave the review on iTunes, all that good stuff, and we will see you guys in a few short days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.